Peace. What's good, y'all? It's your boy Jacoby Ryan, and welcome to episode number two of the More I Know, The More I Don't podcast. Thank y'all for being here, man. The ones who returned from week one, I appreciate y'all for tuning back in. For the newcomers, uh, thank y'all for being here. Please look at uh, episode number one as well. Uh, follow along. I appreciate y'all being here. Uh, man, I really appreciate y'all. And I'll just give y'all a short introduction for those who may not know my background. Uh, my name is Jacoby Ryan. I'm a hip-hop artist, entrepreneur, uh, former financial professional. Uh, this is just the homie, you know what I'm saying? So uh, that's pretty much it. Well, we got a lot to get into today, man. Um, I want to say sorry for two things first. Uh, firstly, I want to say sorry for that first episode. That shit was trash. But I'm going to keep it up here for a reason. And I almost went back and redid it, but I didn't. And I'm going to talk about why in a little bit. Um, and then number two, I want to say sorry because I'm going to disappoint a lot of y'all who was looking forward to hearing about the song coming up this week because I thought about my process and I was like, man, for me to drop a song on Friday, then do a podcast on the next Monday about a song completely different for the next Friday, it don't make too much sense to me. So I was going to say, I'm a, well, I said, I'm going to just drop a song Friday and do the podcast Monday about a background that song Friday. And then we can promote that for the rest of the week. And then on that uh, next Friday, that'll start the next songs campaign process type thing. So my bad. But like I said, this podcast is about giving you the ins and outs backgrounds of this whole process of 52 and 365 and how shit is going. So uh, I'm going to be sure to be transparent as as I can with everything. So uh, let's get started. So first, uh, I want to talk about I had this trip to get my oil changed on um, this weekend. Uh, and on this trip, you know what I'm saying, I went, went, I came into this spot. I ain't gonna say the name because they fucked up my alignment still. So, still kind of got beef with them. I gotta go in there tomorrow and ask about it. But anyway, um, I go into this oil change shop. You know what I'm saying, get my oil changed and all that. Uh, they, they give me my car back, and I got another lighter on this that wasn't on before I came, before I got, before they, before I gave me my car. So I'm like, yo, like. There's lighters on. What y'all gonna do about this? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yes, I ain't. It's, I pay. I paid y'all to get my oil changed. I ain't paid y'all to put another light on my car. So they went in. They fixed it. I get it back, and then my brake starts screeching. So I'm like, I take it back. I'm like, man, you gotta fix this. And then I get it back, and my alignment's off still. So I see that to say, um, while I'm asking them questions about what's going on, dude was like talking to me in jargon, and, and he was talking to me in like. A language that he knew I didn't understand that if I wasn't a mechanic I wasn't gonna ever have a conversation with him about it and that struck me because I was like man like people who who, who are experts at a certain thing like a mechanic a doctor a financial advisor I mean whatever you specialize in in knowledge like that comes with a certain responsibility that like this is more than knowledge you know what I'm saying like you have a portal to knowledge for people and you you can be a portal for people so like when you are not are selfish with your knowledge and you like prioritize you telling me what you know over telling me what i need to know that's that turns that turns people off you know what i'm saying like for somebody who 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 has the privilege of being an expert at something like to be so indulged in you knowing it as opposed to being indulged in you being able to help somebody solve their problems and tell them what they need to know is is that's unproductive in my opinion you know what i'm saying uh, you got to be aware. Um, it comes with a responsibility, man. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to be able to listen, and because I mean, it was it was like he he had told me something, and I tried to intervene and try to really understand by applying it to something that I had experienced. And when I intervened after he talked for three minutes straight, 
he looked kind of irritated. I'm like, bro, I'm just trying to learn. I'm trying to figure out what you're talking about, and you mad because I'm asking questions and trying to engage and trying to tell you, like, yo, I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, you just spent three minutes talking about some shit I don't know, so you wasted all that breath, all that energy on some shit that we could have been really connected on. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I thought that was important, man, and, and when, when I thought about it, it was just really interesting to me how people who get a lot of information become so prideful in that, and oftentimes... Um, just become almost self-indulgent in that, where it's like, I'm so proud that I, I attained the knowledge because it's hard to, and I and much respect for doing that. Uh, but it's, it's important to, to keep that uh, awareness that, yo, like, it's not about you. It's not about you knowing it. It's about now you know it. Now you can help people with that shit. Word up. And you know, along that same vein, um, is an idea I was thinking about in this past week where it's like advice, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I get told advice a lot where people try to tell me advice a lot. Um, I get asked for advice sometimes. And, um, it's a concept that it, I look at in a different way that it's, it, so it seems. Um, whereas, like, for me, like, I read a quote that really embodied with how I feel about it. It's like, if if you give it if the teacher who gives it the teacher who tells the student to be like them is a terrible teacher you know what i'm saying and that quote kind of embodies a lot of the advice that people give where they just want to give advice because they want to talk about what they know they want you to know that they know a lot and it's not they don't want to help you they don't want to allow to, they don't want to be a resource for you to help further yourself they want to it's it's a lot of self-indulgence in that shit that shit corny to me you know what i'm saying like it's not about anybody being like you it's about what do you have to give to people like i told a homie um people give me advice like they i don't i don't i don't take your advice to come with strings attached like if you give me advice and like you feel like i'm obligated to use your advice i don't want that shit because it's coming from the wrong place like keep that shit you know what i'm saying like when i give advice to people for myself like people ask me for advice and I tell them, like, yo, I, off top, I don't feel like I should be giving you advice because I'm in the same boat as you. Like, I don't know shit. I'm just trying shit, trying to figure it out. And I feel like me giving you advice could knock you out your path even more because what your path is your path. Your journey is your journey. So that's between you and the creator, you and the universe, whatever you want to call it. So for me to come in between that with my two cents where I don't know shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, what I know, you know what I'm saying? How I'm going to help anything. But I can give you my experience and... I can allow you to take from that what you feel will be valuable for you. So I'm always down to do that. But, like, I'm very, I've grown to be very hesitant to give anybody advice because it's like, I don't know what the universe has in store for you in your situation. It's like, what worked for me probably won't work for you because it's, it's like I said, it's, we we have different journeys. So uh, just advice for don't strength test is the biggest thing and like, not putting yourself in it like it's like it's not about you like stay out of that shit you know what i'm saying that shit corny to me um but that's just me though some 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 people get off on that and i mean i, I, I ain't with that shit and right along that same vein i actually um i've been reading so in this podcast i'm gonna include a lot of the times um something that i'm reading you know what i'm saying or i'm listening to that week i listen to a lot of audio books read a lot um, try to intake a lot of valuable information that I'm interested in and um, just get some value that I've learned that I've gotten value from. Um, and, and the thing I got this week was 
Uh, I just finished this book called The Art of Storytelling. And it talks about how impactful storytelling is. And like, um, I guess they said 70, like, of course, they use the Bible as an example because the Bible is the world's most popular book that people take a lot of information from. And they said 75% of the Bible was written in stories. 15% of the Bible was written in poetry. And 10% of the Bible was written in uh, uh, analytical facts. You know what I'm saying? So they said, like, people don't take in information that's given to them as, like, just, just analytical facts most of the time. Like, there is a small percentage of our population who takes information in like that, but most of us don't. They said stories help us better retain information and really understand and comprehend information. And I, I liken that to the fact that, like, like for me, like I look back on my life and as a kid, one story I remember being told when my pops was dead, uh, the boy who cried wolf. You know what I'm saying? And it was like ever since I heard that story, lying ha always had a negative appeal to me. Of course, I did it here and there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I still do it here and there, and I'm I'm trying. I, I of course I, I do my best not to. Um, but like hearing that story better helped me learn that than if he would have told me really than the million times he did tell me, don't lie. You know what I'm saying? And it was talking about how like instead of you directly telling somebody don't do something, tell them a story where they can put themselves in them shoes, walk that, and they can really understand like all right, this is what this leads to, this is what happens, what it leads up to, whatever their consciousness tells them. You know what I'm saying like. That's another thing it said was the divinity controls how the story applies or when the story applies to somebody. All you can do is tell a story. You can't you can't control what people get out of it when they get it. Uh, all that's out of your control. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta play your role. You feel me? And the last thing that I got before we get into a little bit more of a deeper analysis of ill intention is uh, another thing about mental health, man. Um, so I've seen a lot of people after the Mac Miller thing, people was like, check on your friends and check on and just like really kind of shaming people into not or because they weren't checking on their friends. And I understand the concept behind that, the idea behind that. But like for me personally, like I wanted to tweet out to my friends, like be like, yo, if you my friend, understand like it is not your responsibility to, for my, my mental health is not your responsibility. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I need help, it's my responsibility to reach out to somebody and get help. If, if anything happens to me, like, it's not your fault for not checking on me. Like, that was never your role. You got enough shit to deal with yourself. Like, we all fighting battles out here in life. So, like, for me, for people to be shaming people, be like, oh, you check on your friends. They, they died because you didn't check on them. And, and it's a serious thing you know what i'm saying and that's for for us to to to, to jump off accountability to somebody else it's just not not cool because like just like like we said in the last episode like everybody goes through the same things and we can get value from each other but at the same time we can also own up to what we're doing you know what i'm saying and in that we can get help from other people I don't even know if we can get help if we don't own up to it first. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's really, for me, 
like I said, I speak for myself. Like other people may need that. Like I don't, I can't speak for other people's mental health. Like I don't know how the chemical balances in our brain works. Like I don't know all that. So like, for me and my experience, like I don't need none of my friends to ever feel guilty or responsible for my mental health because that's my responsibility. I need to be controlling what comes in and out of that. I need to be knowing what's good for that, what's bad for that. I need to be seeking help when I need help. I need to be able to tell myself the truth and be real with myself and be like, yo, I need to go, I need to figure this shit out and do whatever it takes. You know what I'm saying? So for me personally, that's how I feel about it. Um, and I treat others how I want to be treated. You feel me? So um, keep that in mind. You know what I'm saying? Like be proactive. That's another thing is like, being proactive is so much more valuable than being reactive. Like, it's, I'm, it's for me, it's, it's worked wonders. It's been valuable. Um, just more foresight than hindsight. You know what I'm saying more, let me go to it than let me wait until it comes to me and then let me figure out how I want to act once it gets here. That shit corny. You know what I'm saying? Like, like control your shit. You know what I'm saying? Do your thing. Alright man, so firstly, um uh, why I kept the first episode um when I was really like really really close to just redoing the whole thing. Um so failure is everything, man. I've learned failure is uh the prerequisite to success. It's not the opposite of success. You have to fail in order to succeed. So uh with that concept in mind, like I thought about redoing the podcast and I was like looking at this whole process and this whole strategy of 52 and 365 and this weekly thing where we're growing together and y'all seeing my growth and, and we, we, we building together. Um, and I want it to be authentic as possible. That's my biggest thing and my biggest goal with everything that I do. And I feel like there could be nothing more authentic than to, to like keep forever this first episode of a podcast where I this shit was trash when you, and you heard it you know what I'm saying like it's it's live my nigga you know what I'm saying but I felt like it was dope because you get to see that and now you get to also see the growth you know what I'm saying we get to grow together um and I'm a big fan of Gary V and he talks a lot about that where you can record everything and then 30 years from now you can look back and really see what happened when it happened so uh, that's valuable, you know what I'm saying, like, I think about it, if I could look back on and see what my first status was on MySpace, that shit would be dope, but I can't log in on MySpace no more, because I forgot my shit, uh, but, but anyway, uh, that's why I kept it up there, just because I, I feel like we gonna grow together, and this is a cool foundation for us to build off of, and I ain't on no front and shit, so, uh, about ill intention, man, um, so, like I said, uh, I wanted to change the format a little bit. I apologize for those I disappointed. Um, but I thought this worked a lot better um, for everything. and uh, I'm going to document everything as I go. So feel, please understand you're going to be in tune. But as far as this L intention, man, um, like I said, this was originally the intro for a different, uh, for a whole project that I, I have recorded in May right now. Um, this called Ella Intentions. Um, all produced by No Low Beats. No Low Ellis from Lawton, Oklahoma as well. Um, this was the intro. Uh, again, where basically the whole concept is just representing Lawton. Um, as always, you feel me? Um, so, I mean, I guess I could talk a little bit about some of the lyrics. Um, shit crazy, because when I was like, uh, just with the whole, when they play 50 Cent's Madness Tick and what they call Nazareth. 
Um, it's a miracle I came out of that life while they was lazy. I was Lazarus hooping while in their practices. It was like, man, I, I used to be indoctrinated into religion a lot, man. And um, I also, while I was indoctrinated a lot, I was also very um, um, not really about that life, not really authentic about what I was talking about. Um, and I, I looked at that as kind of being like paralyzed or like not being able to really function like Lazarus, you know what I'm saying, needing a miracle to cure me. And um, the universe did that. The creator did that. You know what I'm saying? And um, that kind of brought me to a whole new kind of life type thing. Um, and then, uh, of course, had to talk about J. Cole. Where, like, people always say I look like J. Cole. And for me, like, that's a compliment because he's one of my uh, uh, favorite artists and one of the cats that I really appreciated. Like, I probably wouldn't have graduated college without J. Cole. Um, but just understanding that, like, we have two different lanes. And while he's been a huge inspiration and is a huge inspiration, we're two different people. And it's clear to see that. Like, I feel like it's easy to see that, whether you're looking at me or you hear my music. Like, I feel, I feel like it's clear to see there's a clear difference. Um, but I do uh, appreciate the compliments for it. It's just understanding like there's a line between that. Um, and I think a lot of that reason is because there are so little people who are doing music that are based on authentic experiences um, and real shit. Because, I mean, when we do that, we all have the same experiences. When we all go through the same shit, so then shit starts to sound the same. So then they're like, oh, you sound the same like somebody else. But it's like, nah, we just going through real shit. And, like, we're humans, you know what I'm saying? We go through the same types of shit. We have the same emotions. Uh, we we do this. We have the same cycles, the same damaging cycles, you know what I'm saying? Like, we have trauma, you know what I'm saying? This is what happens. Uh, so... Also talking about, of course, we all sitting there, we all preaching. The photo shoot we did with Psych Images, sent out the Psych Images. Uh, we put down a lot more this week of them photos. Uh was based on a lot of that. It's a lot of really just stuff that you can really make it out to be however you want it to be. There's no real intention there just to really invoke thought, invoke feeling, invoke emotion. Uh, you'll see a white Jesus hanging on a cross. And I have a lot of thoughts about that. You know what I'm saying? One thing, of course, is that people say race don't matter, and I agree. You know what I'm saying? So like then I asked, why did the church change the, the, the appearance of Jesus from what the Bible actually describes? Like it don't make sense to me. Like I, I I agree that it don't it don't matter, that race don't matter. So if it doesn't matter, why did it matter enough to the church? Why does it matter enough to the church to change it from what the Bible says? Like that's blasphemy in its purest form. And it's like unashamed. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't understand that. Um so that was one thing that kinda I had a question about. Uh, while I was there, um, while I was in, in kind of indoctrinated, you know what I'm saying? So, like I said, we're going to talk about a lot of this type of stuff uh, on this. Um, it's just really um, going through the rest of the song. I mean, it's all pretty much uh, really self-explanatory, you feel me? I'm going to the parties, looking back. I should have stayed in, going around the race and what I'm looking for away. And we all know about that. I mean, we used to go to parties and knowing somebody was going to come shoot it up and we it was always a plan you know what i'm saying we parked far away we parked making sure that we was parked reversed like faced out to where when we get in the car we could just get out we ain't got to back out and nobody in front of us um we know where we could turn out into you know what i'm saying uh just shit like that um and really uh, the last bar was, was was everything uh this this was meant to be was that I take my time, I've been growing something to eat. I'm here for it, even though no one coming in peace. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I've taken a lot of time working on my craft and building this brand, and I understand the fruits that are coming from this, and I understand also that people are not going to be peacefully accepting this. Like, people are going to be mad. People are going to be trying to challenge that. People are going to be 
uh, uh, feeling threatened for no reason. Cause I don't, I don't, I, I, I ain't out here to threaten nobody. Like I'm in my own lane. I'm doing my thing. I'm a an abundance mindset, not scarcity mindset. You feel me? Like I'm, I'm about everybody can eat as long as they're doing what they're supposed to be doing in their in their journeys. And um, I'm not about the scarcity where it's like dog eat dog. Like I'm not, I'm not out here for your plate. You know what I'm saying? Like you do your thing. Um. So yeah, uh, I don't even know where I was going with that. Uh, but that's ill intention. Um, that's a little bit more background on that. Uh, like I said, uh, we had to change it up a little bit. Just feel like that flows a lot better. Um, now, the song for next for this week is going to be called Young Kings Came Up. Um, and this is really, I'm really excited to put this one out. Uh, it's uh, coming out Friday. <laughs> you thought I was going to say some more, huh? Uh, y'all y'all see, I'll drop the, uh, the uh, artwork here soon. Um, but other than that, man, thank y'all for tuning in. Um, also, check out the rap podcast every Friday. Check out the new song coming every Friday. Uh, JacobyRyan.com. Check out the new podcast every Monday at 8 a.m. Thank y'all for tuning in once again. This episode might be a little bit longer than I intended, but I'm getting used to this and I'm feeling more comfortable. And I appreciate y'all. Leave feedback. Leave love. Share it. Mention it. Share with your people. Uh, like I said, thank y'all for tuning in, man. I appreciate it. Y'all have a good week. Peace.